is happening? This is never happening. <laughs> oh my God. You like pull me aside. The most intense eye contact. You're like, Andrew, you need to find out the gender. And I was like, give us a little background. How'd you guys meet? Oh, man. Seriously? You're lying. You're literally lying. You're freaking lying to me, dude. I was like. <laughs> All right, we got Jesse and Eric here with us. Thank you. I feel like. Well, one, I interviewed you a couple of years ago. One of my most enjoyable conversations I've ever had. So, it was. Uh, and then you just kind of went dark. For <laughs> but, and then you'll just booty call me at 11 p.m. Did you like that? FaceTime me. I'm like, I literally rolled in bed. I go to bed at like 8.30. I was like, freaking Eric is FaceTiming me? And I did not pick up. So, yeah. so apologies for that. But John sent a selfie. <laughs> and it was your brother, John. Uh, it, was oh, yeah. it was very attractive. So confusing. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> But here we are. We brought you up, and then I forgot what we were talking about. It was like, I need to send, send him a, a selfie. So that's how it transpired. So John, we saw you guys at Stagecoach. John oh was there. Yeah. I laughed harder that night. I also got so intimidated by you that night, Jesse. We'll really? touch on that. Yes. <laughs> so were you pre She wasn't no, pregnant. No, I was pregnant. Sean was pregnant. I was pregnant with Drew. And Jesse comes up to me. She grabs me. You say like, John. You say my brother was there? Yeah. Yeah, he was there. And he was acting yes. like he served in the army. He it was, was, he was, it was making back in me. 2019. Okay, so it was the year I performed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you were definitely. Yeah. Okay, because I've only been once. Okay, that's right. We ran into you guys. Was at my the, brother there? Yeah, and he was his definitely wife. definitely there. John and Allie were there? They were engaged or dating. John was definitely there. I, I will never forget laughing on the that's rooftop so of the Estee Lauder. Yeah, and your mom station. was there. No. Yeah. No, her. I don't remember seeing mm -mm. her. Mom no. was not there. Okay, You're well, thinking of another time we were no, all together. John was definitely There's there. There's no way. Yeah, was stage this coach. was stagecoach. <laughs> I, I, I remember that being that little building. Maybe on. I didn't yeah, know yeah, he yeah. was yeah, there. Yeah, it was like Estee Lauder. You know, you were all together. So Sean's pregnant. Anyways. And, and we were talking about the baby. We we're like, we're not finding out the gender. And you like. You're right. He was there. He was there. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <we're, we're laughs> okay good. You like pull me aside. The most. Intense eye contact. You're like, Andrew, you need to find out the gender. You're not yeah. doing her. You're doing her a disservice because I bonded with my baby as soon as I knew yeah. the gender. And I was like, because Sean, I just got done telling you a story <laughs> that it was because of his preference yeah. that oh, I decided man. I wasn't going to find out. I was like, yes, and you were like, no, <laughs> you have to know. So what did you guys end up doing? Did you? We didn't find out. Didn't find out. <laughs> yeah. but, I but will say. I, I, did say I did say that's your call now. So I, I will say we did it. We did. We didn't find out what Drew. We found out what Jet. And I still, to this day, one of my favorite moments ever was as soon as I had Drew, they handed her to Andrew, and Andrew got to tell me. Oh, and my And he's like, baby, we had a baby girl. Oh. Because I was convinced we were having a boy. Yeah. And I was shook. But it was it was really, that was special. But it I is a preference. Cool it just depends. I think, I like to know, Yeah, like, I'll get the blood sample at 10 weeks. Oh, like 10 weeks? I'm that girl. <laughs> because I want to know instantly who's yeah. in there, who's in yeah. my body, and I want to start talking to them and, like, yeah. Really, yeah, but everyone's different. Did you name them as soon as you found the gender? Yes, like, I, I've had, I've always had all their names oh. way before. Really, even before they, they we kind of switched though. We had like some go tos, and then but I'm saying as soon as we were pregnant, we had their yes. names. Yes, yeah, right. Like the first boy, well, I guess Vivi was gonna be uh, Sophia. Well, she wasn't totally gonna be. We always liked and then we the name, it. and then we realized everyone yeah. named their kid Sophia. That, that <laughs> we we had a few names though that we kind of went back and forth, and then you felt like, all right, this is. This is the name. Yeah. He wanted Vivian because he was worried that no one was going to be able to say Vivian. And they still can't say Vivian, but whatever. They call her Vivian still. Vivian or is it Vivian? It's Vivian. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, like pronounced Vivian. I'm I so like sorry. It. I actually did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that either. Wow. I see it now that it's written, but. 
I will say that after I got pregnant with Jet and finding out at, we found out at 20 weeks, it was different. Like having conversations with him mm-hmm. and not just like, hey, baby, you know? Well, because I, I knew, because like, you know the name. Yeah. So for me, you know, being pregnant with Forrest, as soon as it was a boy, we knew, we always knew he was going to be Forrest if it wasn't oh. what the girl name was going to be. So I would be like, little Forrest is spastic. He's going to be a wild one. Uh-huh. I can feel it. I mm. know it. And he is our wild one. <laughs> yeah. But wild I child. love bonding. <laughs> yeah. Oh. They come out. Give us a little background. How'd you guys meet? Oh, man. Match.com. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Match. on Match.com. It was the my like the, f- the week trial. It was the week trial. Week, we both were each week other's trial. week what? trial, and it was instant. You are lying. And we both deactivated it. It's crazy. You guys are both like weird. on a whim. We just I guess same week decided we to. We both were tired of like the dating process. It was. You're <laughs> lying. You're literally lying. You're freaking <laughs> lying to me, dude. I was like. <laughs> just eating. Okay. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sean and I have been open about our journey with marriage counseling, and it's been really helpful for us. We all carry around different stressors, both big and small, and it's important to sort those out so they don't affect your relationships. I agree, and therapy is such a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. We've been meeting with the therapist individually and as a couple, and it's been a great way to sort through any stressors in the week and have better communication about how we're feeling, which is hard to do when you're busy with kids. BetterHelp is an incredible option if you're thinking of giving therapy a try. It's all online, so it's convenient and flexible with your schedule. It's also nice that you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, so you make sure it's a good fit for you. We would highly recommend trying it out. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash EastFam today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash EastFam. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt with like the quality and the fit is near impossible. I told you guys that I found skims while I was pregnant and now postpartum, I found the best nursing bra known to mankind from skims. Well, they've outdone themselves again because they now have the perfect t-shirt, especially postpartum with a changing body. I can guarantee you, you won't find a t-shirt like it. I love also that skims has a fit for everyone from the long t-shirts to the cropped. They truly have like sizes and qualities and styles for every single thing you could want. So the cotton jersey t-shirt is the one that I'm talking about. It is an absolute staple. I feel like I'm reaching for it literally every day, especially nursing with bear. It's breathable and soft, and it somehow gets even softer and still holds its shape after every wash. If I could only recommend two of the Skims t-shirts, I would say the cotton jersey t-shirt, which I have in mineral, or the boyfriend t-shirt, literally in any color, are probably my two favorite t-shirts that they make. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. After you place your order, select podcast in the drop-down menu. Select couple things to let them know we sent you. Have a good one. I was oh about to say what? <laughs> We're obligated. We have a match uh, endorsement. A match deal that we have to mention. <laughs> no, we met. So really, honestly, it's crazy. because. Wait, do you actually? <laughs> oh my gosh. No, it's farmers only. Farmers only. <laughs> I don't know uh, what's happening right now. I think we're very gullible. I, think. I would say oh, so. Such oh, honest, man. good people. You are, though, yeah. You're watching. You were deep in it. You were like, <laughs> I got a lot uh, of places to go with this. No, yeah. but I'll say, like, crazy about our relationship is that we were both in places that, like, we were going to be single for. Like a long time because she got out of a relationship that she was just ready to be single. 
I was in like a kind of a long term up and down relationship. Um, and then it was the lockout year. So I got to travel a bunch and thinking like, wow, this is great. I get to travel, you know, just kind of do my own thing. And she was on the road touring. I was done dating too. I was like, I'm done. Done with men. I need to like figure myself out. Like I need to get back to me. I don't like, I'm lost here. Mm-hmm. I'm just going down a dark path. So I was like, you know, this is just, this year is going to just be the year of Jessica <laughs> and no, no men folk. And then. <laughs> Hold up. Your name's Jessica. Yes. I didn't know that either. <laughs> Jesse short for Jessica. Also, I see that now. The southern accent comes through, and it gets me every time too. Oh, really? Just like a yeah. You're, I don't it, think it I pops. have one. She do, what? It pops does, when yeah, you're on yeah. you know, stage or drunk, <laughs> drunk, or nervous, or nervous. When I'm really nervous, it comes out. So when I'm on stage, I get nervous. Okay, and right now I'm a little drunk. And right now, you're no. nervous. I'm not nervous. You're actually. nervous. <laughs> I'm not nervous at all, actually. But I, I think I mean I'm from the south, so I do have yeah. To, to people that are not from the south, they think I have an accent, but people in the south don't think I have an accent. Yeah, that makes sense. That's fair. We're getting off track here. I Let's know. I apologize. Beaver. Beaver. No, it's squirrel. 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 <laughs> I've never heard <laughs> beaver. In my life. Never heard beaver. Well, that's actually a real story. Beaver. So let me, let me tell you. Let me tell you quickly while we're just distracted. <laughs> I got a buddy who's got. Serious ADHD, and on his mirror in his bathroom, it says, "Did you take your Ritalin this morning?" That was his like sign because he was so like ADHD. Well, we're driving down the road and we're having this, like deep conversation. Out of nowhere, he goes, "Beaver." We're like, "What?" Like just randomly said, "Beaver." So that's why I guess you guys say squirrel, I say beaver. Okay. <laughs> it's a real life story. Yes. Back to our relationship. <laughs> so I'm in Arizona training. This is a March time frame, and she's in uh, Nashville. Living in Nashville, yeah. But traveling with with tour and stuff, and I'm out with uh, a buddy who's quarterback. We train together, and he's like, "You're in Scottsdale, so the scene's there." And so he's taking this girl out to dinner, and I'm with a couple other friends, and she's older. She's probably in her 30s. I was 23 at the time. And she's like, "Hey, I got a friend for you." I was like, "Great." <laughs> at the time, I was kind of in the cougar phase a little bit. So, you know, like, all right, well, 30, that's, that's perfect. You cougar phase? Like, like you say that, like, everyone goes through a cougar phase. You can go through a cougar phase? It's typical. I guess not yet, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the women that are into the younger men thing, by the yeah. way. I do not understand that at all. Go, yeah. That's another story. Being like, 35, I don't either. No, I don't get it. Uh, uh, anyway. I'd go, like, Clooney older and, like, yeah. Brad Pitt. And then go way older. All right, go ahead. That's true. Yeah. Well, listen. Um, so she's got this friend, and I'm thinking she's in town. Well, it's Jess, and she introduced us via text, like, "Hey," and I, I've heard of Jess before because country music, or she's been on the radio in Minnesota a bunch, and I knew of her, but not knew her. And so I googled her. I was like, "Oh, she's beautiful, of course." And so I started messaging her, and we just went back and forth. For probably three and a half weeks, uh, and like eye chatting because you didn't have Facetime then, so it's eye chat and you know all all the stuff, and we just kind of really connected. And I think it was super important for us because we had to like get to know each other, and it was more of an emotional connection. We would have met, we would have probably slept together that night, and that might that might have been it. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to have any self control if I'm being completely honest. With a guy like that, yes, and that was not my thing back in the day. I was very like. You know, you're in a respect me situation, but he's the hottest guy I've ever seen in my life. And I would have That's had right. zero self-control. I know it because <laughs> I don't to this day have any self-control, even when I'm mad at him. And I was 23 and, you know, 
looking to have fun. So yeah, obviously probably. But on my side, I'm like on tour and I'm in Jacksonville for a show and like I'm just so pissed off about the, the I had like a bad date situation. That's when I had sworn off men. I was like, I'm done. And Le- and her name is Liana. She's a girlfriend of mine. And she had texted me and said, um, like, let me set you up with someone. Like, don't let this leave a bad taste in your mouth. Like, I know so many great, amazing guys. Let me set you up with someone. And she had texted me and said, I'm out to dinner. I'm hanging out with this guy. And he's got some friends with him. And there's this guy here that's, like, literally the hottest guy I've ever seen. And if I wasn't hanging out with his friend, I'd be trying to hang out with him. I was like, I'm done with man. She's talking about Eric? Yes. So she, so she, sends, she sends me a picture on our Blackberry. She BBMs me a picture wow. of BBM. Eric, and he's wearing blue jeans, a white T-shirt, and he's got his arms crossed and his legs kind of back on a chair, like looking at someone, and I was just like, I melted. Like I was like, this is, this is the most beautiful Butterflies. man I've ever seen. I just thought he was just stunning. Wow. But I had a good feeling too. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you can give him my number. And this man was blowing. Are you texting someone right now? No, I'm trying to <laughs> my phone. Do not disturb. Beeping. Sorry. So he Big starts blowing, game. blowing me up like paragraphs. He's sending me lyrics of my songs. Oh, God. I like this song. And I, I jam to a little bit of boys in the summer. Like just saying all these things. It wasn't the smoothest. And I was like, lines. oh, my God. Same. He's really hot. But he's coming on so strong. Oh, no. It was a lot. And he would text me all the time. He would call me all the time. And at one point we realized throughout our relationship, like we'd been together three months, we had realized that he had never received an incoming call from me or a text (laughs) message first. Because I would never text first and I would never call first. Well, I'm just, I've never been like, I don't chase, you know. Played it well. (laughs) It was not playing. I just Ah. don't chase. If you want me, you come get me. I did. He did. You both got the bug bad. I came hard. Dang. So anyway, <laughs> we uh, to sum up the story, we, we started having a long-distance relationship for about three months, and then I was planning on leaving my apartment, and my lease was up, and I was moving to L.A. with my best friend Jessica. Mm-hmm. My best friend Jessica was going through a divorce, and we were she, she got me a job, and my record deal was done. She got me a job doing makeup where she was doing makeup, so I was going to do that, work out there with some producers, try what? to figure out my next step. And she was like sending me videos of apartments like we were moving mm-hmm. in together and during this time he's like you're not doing that like i will lose you in la and i know it like move to denver and live with me oh after my three God. months making play well because during this time you gotta realize like there's some guys pursuing her and i was like you know season starts don't say g- names and don't go there because this is like, i'm not just, it's it's gonna be over and i was like you need to come to denver like i'm i'm wifing or not i'm i'm locking you down at that point and like you're mine basically put wow. my stamp and you were ready for that to get locked down um i definitely had fallen for him at this point and i was really excited about moving in with my best friend we'd never been able because mm-hmm. she was married and this was going to be our first time to just like like i love this girl so we were gonna have so much fun trouble it was not gonna <laughs> be it might have been a little trouble but i was like you know what my heart is telling me to do this, even wow. though this is really fast mm-hmm. and I have no business in, in Denver, Colorado. Like I'm literally going to be living there for him mm-hmm. and his career. But I just felt like, you know what, if I'm not happy on a personal like level in my heart, it, like my career is not going to, I'm not going to enjoy my career anyway. So what's mm-hmm. the point? I'm such a family person and, and I know that that part of me needs to feel like whole. And so 
I went with it and I moved in and my best friend was upset, but hmm. I introduced her to her husband 10 years later and now they're happy living in Tampa. Wow. But yeah, that was that. Wait, so how did that go? You moved in together three and a half months in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You moved to a new place where yep. you had no friends, didn't yeah. know anyone. Would wait for him all day while he's at football practice. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> uh, we had got engaged at a, at a year, that one year. year so that. I guess like eight months later, nine months, mm-hmm. got engaged and just kind of freaked everybody out. Yep, yeah, sure did. How did Eric propose? In Vegas. In Vegas, for it was there for the ACM Awards. The most romantic place on earth. <laughs> no, it makes sense. And he proposed to me. Um. Yeah, it was actually. Let me tell a story because I was actually really nervous. So it was our one year of being together. I thought it was very sentimental. So mm-hmm. I'm in Denver. She's there already for some music stuff. I'm finishing up like the off season program. I get the ring. I fly down. I like go tell the hotel manager like, "Hey, I want to surprise uh, my girlfriend. Can you bring this up on? Like, can you store it for me first? Like." Make sure it's safe. The ring? The ring, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I gave it to them, I know. Probably crazy thinking about now. Yeah. And I said, I want to surprise her. Like, we're going to order breakfast and have coffee because that was kind of our thing in the morning. Pancakes and coffee. And so, you know, the idea was to come up with a platter, and she opens it. Oh, wow. I'm on my knee proposing. Well, what happened was we ordered it, come up, nothing. I'm like, (laughs) I'm asking, like, where's the ring? So I'm calling the guy. I'm like, hey, what happened? Like, I thought someone stole it at this point. Yeah. I don't know if I had insurance on it yet. Dang. And so I'm kind of freaking out, freaking out. And she sees me kind of pacing around. I'm like, you, you want some waters? you need anything else? <laughs> and so I got a hold of him. He's like, I'll bring it, bring it up. And the guy's like, I got your waters. And he's winking at me. I'm like, I don't need the wink. <laughs> I just need like the execution here. <laughs> yeah. Just give me the ring. Because my heart's beating really fast. And uh, it was like total, total awkward, like. Hey, Jess. Didn't go as planned. Do you want to grab a water? You know, like trying to get her to go and like. Tell me the guy was still in the room. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't in the room. (laughs) No, but um, so she fumbled over there and found her way, I guess. And It was like a suite and it was like in the kitchen. So I went to like pull the top of the tray and I saw the ring and I was like, what? And I I looked at it and then I looked and Eric was on his knee and he was like. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Very simple, I think. Will you marry me? (laughs) It was really sweet. I mean, wow. it didn't go as planned, but I didn't know what the plan was, so I don't know that it was messed up. I just, you know, yeah. I was very surprised. He definitely got me. Wow. It was a surprise. But it was very, very exciting. That's the most nervous I've ever been, bro. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yes. You planned it the same day. Why do y'all get so nervous? You know we're going to say yes or you wouldn't be proposing. It's like the gravity of realizing this is like once, you know? Yeah. And also it's like there's, you're just thinking about, Am I doing it right? Am I doing it big enough? Like, this is going to be something we talk about all the time. Like, what are the, I don't know. There's Andrew, Andrew planned his engagement, our engagement, whatever, like the night before he did it. How did he do it? I In the middle of the Cubs fields. <gasps> that oh, is yes, I romantic. That. Is it romantic? I don't know. Did it you like it? <laughs> I. It was the last thing I expected. That's perfect. I yeah. love that. That's so romantic. We knew, I knew it was coming because, like, we had been talking about it, but... You're just not like a on a stage person. You always want things very intimate and quiet. So I never expected. I got pissed at him actually because I was throwing a first pitch, and 
he came walking out onto I'm the field and I was like, what are it. you doing? You're not supposed to be out here. <laughs> like, like, it's not allowed. <laughs> no. I was, I was so mad. Idiot, so dumb. And I then like he like it, got bro. down on one knee. I was like, oh my God. I didn't know I was going to be able to do it until literally like two hours before it happened. So I was like checking my phone all the time. Like, is this going down or not? Because like, you had to ask. Yeah. Like the Wrigley Field people. Anyway. I also, when I bought the ring, it was like a month after I'd signed with the Chiefs. So, right, they, I got like a signing bonus. Yep. I spent <laughs> every dime of my signing bonus on the ring, and I didn't factor in taxes. So, <laughs> I, so I had to pay for the ring, and I was like negative in my bank account. I was like, okay. Wasn't okay. Even <laughs> he wasn't like, even pay for dinner oh for a while. Uh, was, oh, my God. It was so, it's so sweet. That's, that's love right that there. Sweet. I, know. Love. I know. I know. And it's believe. beautiful. You were... You had signed a record deal, and by that time, yeah. you had some big songs out. You were going to go do makeup? Why were you going to do makeup? Yeah. I lost. I didn't. I mean, people think that musicians make money, and you really don't. Yeah. If I, like, I think about it all the time, and some of the people that you know that are on the radio are having a hard time paying their car note. I can promise you that right now. People that have had number one songs. You just don't make a lot of money in music. Wow. And so, yeah, I had lost all my money. It was like done and I needed a job. I mean, I remember being on tour with Jonas Brothers and coming off the road and applying at Sephora at the Green Hills Mall because I like I, my card was declining. And it wasn't because I was like big spending. It's just you don't take into obviously taxes come into play, but also 20% was going to manager. 15% was going to my agent. 5% was going to my business manager. What's left? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you're not a millionaire at this point. You're not you're not making even half a million. Like you don't make that much money. It was mm. I barely had enough to live and all of it was being taken away, all these percentages. And my card was declining when I was trying to buy like green beans at the grocery store. And I'm crying because I can't afford it. Like it was not the easiest, but I was never too proud. And I always was trying to apply and get side jobs. And I did get side jobs in Nashville all the time. Mm -hmm. I remember dancing um, like for carnival, like they had a thing and I got up and I had to be one of the dancer girls on a table <laughs> for extra cash. Like I always was doing something trying to figure awesome. it out. Wow. But yeah, I, she'd gotten me a job and I was going to be doing makeup. It was at a place called Blushington off of Sunset Boulevard. It's not there anymore, but she'd gotten me this job and like that was the plan and I was going to try to get another record deal. And part of it for her too was like she wanted to go the country route and like mm. ended up kind of getting pigeonholed into the pop world. And so I think that transition for the label was was part of probably like being disappointed, I guess, right? I mean, like, you felt like you weren't being the country star at the time you wanted to be. You were, like, doing the Jonas Brothers and in the studio with hip-hop artists. and. Well, I, th I never, yeah, my intention was never to do anything but country. Mm -hmm. but the, only, the only people that would sign me were pop people. And so mm. they'd always promised me that I could do country on the pop label. But it, I always use the example. It's like going to Pizza Hut and asking for tacos. Like, it's just... Mm -hmm. You know, everyone has their expertise. But anyway, it led me down this path, and it led yeah. me to you use the term. You used the term dark path. I think it was when you were talking about your dating. Yes. But was that, was this, is it career or more dating? That was it was like all that of it. Thing? Like, I remember it was like 2000 and 10 and 11 were just like not the best times. Like, I just was lost. Mm. My record deal was failing. My Like, my music was just going downhill at this point. Um, I was in a relationship for three years prior to that and just like my heart was broken and I was just like dating the wrong guys. 
my best friend and roommate at the time, Hallie, had moved to New York, and I just felt, like, so alone. I was just lost, and it was, like, literally it hit my rock bottom at this point. But Why were you dating the wrong guys? I'm curious. Like, how does Ooh. that happen? You know what I'm saying? Um, I Sean did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Until he oh, found yeah. me. It was Yes, until I found you. I think we all learn a little bit about ourselves. I think, like, who we are as children and then who we grow into to becoming and what you're surrounded by, like there's a psychology behind all of it, why you're attracted to who you're attracted to. And it's things that you love about yourself, things you don't love about yourself. Like you're trying to find that person, right? To <coughs> that, that fits those needs that you have. And, and I don't know. I think there's definitely some consistency with the guys that I dated, but there was a little something about each one of them that I liked that I seemed to focus on rather than ignoring the rest and I think ultimately the person you choose hopefully is your soulmate but also is all those pieces that you liked about everyone combined into one and I think you know I definitely dated some some shady characters chooches as we say some what <laughs> what is that Choot, chooches oh Andrew uses I don't know that's my new favorite chooch. word chooch chooch like what's a chooch like a uh, I think it's actually Italian for Chuchina, can you look this up, Ro? Can we get a Google Chuchita? search? Chuch. <laughs> There's definitely slang. Chuchita. Sounds like you're saying gooch. No, yeah. no, it's, it's Italian for a stupid person that I meet. Yeah, chuchina. Wow. Oh, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna start using that. Anyway, yeah, you're like welcome that. for that. Um, you guys are so romantic. We are. Yeah, I think Gosh, so. I don't feel like we are. Do you feel like you're still the way you talk about like your initial feelings? It's and it's it sure seems like it. you're still there. What, with each other? Yeah. <laughs> Intimacy. <laughs> no, for sure. I think that, I don't know. I think if, if it wasn't, like, listen, we're not perfect by any means. We, like, have normal marriage stuff like anybody else. But I think the thing that's important is our foundation was so strong. Like, we just genuinely liked each other, like, from the get-go. And I think... There was no other reason other than we just liked spending time together and we just enjoyed each other's company and we want to do fun things together. And I think that has been so important even during the hardest times or the best times or the craziest times. You know, I think that that's stayed with us throughout this whole thing that we just want to be together. It's that simple. And I say with that, you know, it's like to the foundation part, like we've committed our lives to each other, you know, having a Christian foundation in a sense, like you commit to one another and, you live this life. And I think intimacy is a big thing. There's all types of intimacy, like physical intimacy, obviously still very important as is mm -hmm. building the emotional intimacy and the recreational intimacy of what we get to do together as far as play and have fun. And so I think realizing, you know, those things and trying to balance it. Cause as you guys know, as parents, like it's hard to like be selfish sometimes or like focus on your relationship when you got the responsibilities of career, kids, this, this, that everything you know, that goes with it. It's like, but how it started is, is you two. And I think that's the realization that we have to carve out that time to give to each other. And like, you know, your needs are going to be different than her needs. And so how do you fill each other's buckets and just being real with those conversations and adapting as you mature, I guess, uh, you know, right. As people, we, we figure that out. So I think that's, what I say is the biggest thing is committing to that in life. And just obviously we fundamentally love each other and like we're, we're super attracted to each other for, for reasons, but to for reasons. Cause you got like a nice butt <laughs> and a great body and, and ambitious. Like that's, 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 that's doesn't go away. 
but yeah, I, I I agree with her. I think I think it's the foundation. It's, it's the foundation. It's what's in your heart. She's got a great ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's how it gets deeper, guys. Obviously, I might Apparently. be this whatever meathead <laughs> when I was 23, 24, but now you, you gotta you know grow up a little bit. Uh, it's a hard ch at the end. Not, <laughs> not, a, not a swoosh. A it's a chooch. Oh, cacooch. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Eric. Chooch. Chooch. I got stuff in my teeth again. Again, again. Oh. <laughs> you doesn't want to tell oh, me. Oh, man. It's hilarious. I don't know how to transition off of you like her butt. But um, Great butt. You said something that was attracted attractive to you is ambition. Mm-hmm. Something that we wrote in our notes because I find it fascinating is you guys seem like very, very ambitious people. Like constantly growing your businesses Y'all and you're too. on the road. Yeah. But how do you balance your ambition for each other, like supporting each other, going off in different directions and together and being parents and being married? I'm going to say this. This is me being totally honest. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric has always been extremely supportive of my career and everything I do. And same when he played football, I really didn't work that much anymore and I was always there for him. But I do think there has to come a balance. And, like, last year, I worked way too much. And that was hard. It was hard. Like, when I went off to Dancing with the Stars, yeah. that was, like, that was the hardest for for Eric yeah. because. Long few months. Because I was just, like, and it was hard for me because I was just mm-hmm. trying to focus, do the best that I can. And it did not come easy for me at all. And it was super stressful. And I think that, like, you know, it, it was definitely a learning lesson of, like, things need to be a little bit more balanced out mm-hmm. and in, in a better way. Cause it was too, it was hard. It was really hard because we, we missed each other. Mm-hmm. We did. And I think that was a realization. Like we, we learned that last year, like, all right, maybe less is more in that yeah. sense sometimes, but also mm. we've been able to, mm. you know, make a priority that like, our kids are in school from, you know, mm-hmm. eight to three. That's our time to kind of grind. And then it's, you know, when we're home, focus on trying to be present and be home with the kids. And that's our priority. And, and so obviously that's not the case every day, but we, it was like, Hey, I, I got to do some stuff. Okay, great. I'll, I'll take the lead now, you know, or vice versa. And, uh, as she said, when I was playing football, she was, was kind of at home and, and took care of I was rolling up with the wagon at football practice and their little juice boxes, watching dad took care of that part. And as I retired and we kind of transitioned and she mm-hmm. went more career oriented, I tried to, do some more stuff at home. And uh, now, you know, I've been in this transition of trying to figure out what's next for me and mm-hmm. obviously helping uh, build the brand at Kittenish and a few other things on the side I do. But, like, we've been able to, to find that balance. And I think but day-to-day, the important thing is, is, like, at the end, like our kids want to be seen, they want to be heard, they want to be loved. Kids come, our kids come first. And so we give them that priority. That, that's our priority. Mm-hmm. And then otherwise, the time we get, we try to, you know, knock it out as I'm sure you guys are the same way. How supporting each other and like different, your both your careers, how was it for you, uh, both of you, honestly, when you did decide to leave the NFL and like go through that transition? Because losing the identity of athlete is very challenging. Oh, yeah. I, I cried. I cried for him. <laughs> Why? Well, because I, I, that's all I, I like when I met mm-hmm. Eric, he was a rookie. Mm-hmm. So, like, I knew Eric 
and not necessarily because of the, the glitz and glamour of NFL. It wasn't that at all. I just, this is what he did. This mm-hmm. was his job, and it was my job to support him and make those posters for him when the season starts and the care packages and make sure I'm there in that tunnel telling him what a great job he did or paying attention to the game so I can critique and give him, like, that was my job. Mm-hmm. And that also... I knew how much he loved the game and I cried because of all the emotions of how's he, does he, is he really making the right decision? Mm-hmm. I, 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 am worried about him. This is, our lives are changed now mm-hmm. completely. Um, and this is an end of an end of era. Mm-hmm. And so it was very emotional. I loved when he, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved watching him play. Yeah. Yeah. It was a transition for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think you're still transitioning. Yeah, I, I am. Yeah, for it sure. It takes a long time. I still am. They say like four, four plus years. And so, like, at the end of my career, I had injuries, and I think it just took a toll. That's how we met. Yeah. On the rehab table. We did. Yep. Wow. Empower. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a leg. You didn't have a shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or hip at that point. And uh, like so. You know, building yourself back up and then getting out there and then getting hurt again. So my last year in Tennessee, I had, like, the worst ankle injury. And it's just, like, the psyche mm-hmm. of, of dealing with injuries and just, like, is this really worth it, you know? And that was a thought going into that offseason. I ended up going to New England for a couple of weeks. And, like, the first day I got there, I was like, mm, I'm done. Like, and I called Jess. I called my agent. They're like, ah, just just give it a week. And then the week later, I was like, ah, give it one more week. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, like, I am – out like my mind is is out like i'm physically there but i'm i'm not there like invested and so at that point I'm like you know what i'm gonna be good and so i retired i get home six months goes by it's like oh this is awesome i get to be with the kids i get to do whatever i want we just had a baby too no responsibilities no one to answer to and then it's you know nine months later it's like busy work trying to find something and mm-hmm. a year later it's like all right i need to do something and at that point going through like these depressional you know mm-hmm. pitfalls in a sense and it's like things are good okay who am i because my value was obviously tied to football and just trying to figure out and navigate through that path it was hard and uh obviously got some like resources and put some guys peers around me to try to to figure it out and it's been so tremendous to kind of take this journey now because i've been through it and I feel that it is real, and I think a lot of guys and, and girls go through it. And so being a spokesperson in a sense or to be able to talk about my own experience and normalize, I guess, that uh, with around mental health and around just the transition in general is, is super important because, like, I, I, I've, been, I've been through it. I've walked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh... – it, it's, it's hard because the infrastructure – like, when you're doing sports, you have a coach who's like – you know game planning for you like hey we need to do this in three months and they have your daily calendar and agenda laid out and you got you know there's like this whole system that you're a part of and then you walk away from that you're like i actually don't know what do i do with my time what am i actually am i working towards anything now it's just like empty i relate to you though about being sad and scared i was terrified because for for you because i didn't know where your energy and passion would go and a lot of people get changed forever by that. And like as a wife, you're like, okay. You're getting a new person now. Yes. <laughs> and you don't know how it's going to be channeled. <clears throat> no, you, you honestly, you get, you, they become someone else now because they're not that person anymore. So you don't know how that's going to go. My first time kind of, because I was on the road when he, 
first got cut, but my first glimpse at what life would look like after this is, I just think it's funny. He's got an MBA from Vanderbilt. I come home off the road because I was touring <laughs> post Olympics and he had just applied to be an Uber driver and he had been binging, um, PUBG, like, um, um, video games, video games. And I was like, Oh no. There's something on my teeth for real. You which one? He has something in his teeth. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. Got a quinoa right in the middle of your tooth. Yeah, you do. It's been there this whole time. Good thing the East provides floss. <laughs> the Maybe the top right one too. Where'd you get into the heartfelt portion? I was just show. gonna give him the obvious spot. Not tell. I don't see anything. I can't see right it from there. here. Come here. What is happening? This is never. Ha <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, just, he's got stuff in his teeth our, every yeah. day. Our I thought that was like a low key so like, look where it's like, "Hey, we're done with it. We're we're done." <laughs> this no, is not I, mean, I, yeah, yeah, like, I can't yeah. stare at it any longer. Yeah, you take what you're saying seriously. <laughs> I couldn't see it. Am I good? You're, I think you look great. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah. The hottest guy I've ever seen. For Anywho, sure. so Uber, yeah. you're an Uber driver, I came and you're back to the heart. He was doing video games and. Signing up for Uber. Do you remember I was the like, backpack? Oh, no. The backpack that and I had. And you tried to start a backpack company. Oh, dude. And I, I was like, oh, no. That. I got the mock up. Dude, what's, I your, what's your sign? Uh, uh, what's your birthday? Virgo. I don't know. September. September what? 17th. Yeah, you're a Virgo. And what are you? Capricorn. Capricorn. What oh, are you? Okay. I'm an Aries. I don't. And what are you? Pisces. It's my birthday next week, guys. It is. Hey. Hey. March 15th. Thanks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, six days, actually. What does that tell you? Who's counting? Yeah, why are you I'm making a fun of me? He's Virgo. Do you ever have knee issues or anything like that? Oh, yep. yes. Yeah, she's all, all the time. Capricorns carry their stress in their knees, and they're prone to those accidents oh, and well, knees. And Pisces rule the feet, so he's he's broken his foot. Liz Frank, the whole thing. Wow. But like it, it just, it just yeah. What about Aries? Uh, neck and head. I always have neck and. Head issues. I have to get like Virgo. physical therapy. You know Virgo? Virgo, that one I haven't studied as much. I know the signs of a lot of the people that are, I'm around, but our son is a Virgo. And Virgos, which is interesting that you tell me you're messy downstairs because Virgos are actually quite organized and OCD and very particular about things. So I'm curious to know what your oh. rising sign is, if that's not accurate. I mean, I, I would say I'm definitely organizing. You are. Virgos got the some, they got are. some ticks and they're like very detail oriented, but sometimes they have a really hard time seeing the bigger picture. I see Andrew have some ticks. Like, yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Like you, you may sit in this room and you could see the details, but overall she may be the person that could stand above this room being like, I see what you're saying, but this is not the whole thing. Actually. Yeah. We're a pretty yeah. good team that way. <laughs> Le Lexi's like, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. see the big picture for sure. Sean, yes. But you, you're but I'm you're, very the visionary, a. the executor. Yeah. Yes. How it goes? The same way. Yes. You're the executor? the executor? I got the big dreams. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. He does it. Yeah. He's like, you're so good at like the delegation. Can I tell a story? Whoa. What? Vertigo? No, not vertigo. That's a whole different thing. Vertigo. Yeah. Do you ever get car sick or nauseous? I feel like I need to go diarrhea right now. Does really? That <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just. That's what that smell <laughs> was. Do you get nauseous ever though? It's uh, a bit car sick, anything like that? Yeah, car sick for sure. Yeah. So a lot of Virgos do get car sick and they do have like, they, they don't process alcohol as well as other people. I'm a lightweight. He's for a sure. massive lightweight. <laughs> um, <laughs> can't wait for this charity event. We're going to have a good time. Oh yeah. Time. It's going to be a good time. Okay. You were going to say something though. Are you in the Enneagram too? Or no? Yeah. Oh, yeah I'm yeah, an eight. Times. Really? Mm -hmm. eight. The What's eight? Seven. The challenger. The challenger. Oh. oh. 
What are you? Uh, oh, we get achiever. Yeah, you're, and you're I, I'm a. What's what's one? Achiever. You're a one like a perfectionist. Yeah. 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 You're a two. You're. I'm a two wing one, but when I'm like good, two wing three. Wow. When you're good, like individualistic is. When are you three, bad? I think. I'm just saying, like in a, in a mental state, like yeah, otherwise, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a perfectionist Isn't, by nature, which can be like. But is, obviously. is seven mm -hmm. the achiever too? Uh, what is seven? The enthusiast. Uh, yeah, the uh, enthusiast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is? What would you say is your guys's like challenge? Together. Like, yeah. For Andrew and I, I am a perfectionist, and I expect perfection from myself, from us, from our marriage, our parenting style, and that just doesn't do well for anybody thank you for admitting that babe. <laughs> i'm glad i'm thankful for the mm -hmm. self-awareness right yes now. <laughs> yes That's big. i'll speak on our if you let me yeah. yeah i would say i think our biggest challenge is i am a very like yolo person i'm like i want to enjoy life i want to have fun i want us to like we don't know what tomorrow holds. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? We don't know what tomorrow holds. Mm -hmm. So let's enjoy our blessings and what we got. And let's wake up and, and just like with a smile on our face and just be happy that we live this amazing life. We have healthy children. We have like, let's just enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, Eric gets so, sometimes he can be a little controlling in the way that he like, he needs to have control over everything. And he... Mm -hmm. I may want to go like let's let's get on a plane to Italy tomorrow, <laughs> and it'll be so it's much so fun. Similar to and us. let's go have some gelato, mm -hmm. and let's like take the kids to this one beach where it's pink, and it'll be the greatest memories. And they we'll, got pink beaches. They yes. do. <laughs> what? Yes. And I'm like, this will be so much fun. And Eric's like, it's too expensive. <laughs> we 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 can't. The kid the kids got school on that day, and it's like. <laughs> it, so he kind of buzz kills me a little bit but i understand you need both or like okay for example yeah. we went to italy okay and we made this wine together we made this wine in <laughs> 2021 <laughs> and we made it with this italian guy he didn't speak a lick of english and it was so much fun and we had like sip up the wine and do all these weird things to taste it but we made this amazing wine and we got to create the label and it finally came in and we've been waiting for this and i have oh. downed three bottles since yeah, yeah. we've Case, gotten it in them. yeah and me and my mom are having it like a few nights ago at the house. And he's like, is that the wine? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. He's like, he's like, you know that we don't have that many left downstairs. We only got a small case. And I'm like, I go, okay, well, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Can you please save one? Because I, mean, I want to like have uh, some at some point. There's plenty downstairs. <laughs> but, you know, he's like, I don't know. So for me, I'm like, but that's why we ordered it. To enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. And... There could be, you know, our basement could collapse and then it all goes to hell. Like, yeah. let me enjoy this wine that we've been waiting for because it's delicious. And this is, it's mm -hmm. amazing. And my mom and I are having great deep conversation enjoying this wine. And you are telling me to stop. And my mm -hmm. mom's like, do we pour it back in the bottle? <laughs> oh, no. She's like, do we put a cork in it? She's like, do you have a thing? We can just put it back in. And I'm like, no. But, you know. I mentioned that. I, I, I do admit that for sure there's sometimes mm -hmm. and, and again that if, if falls into like i think i thrive in like structure and when i feel out of control i try to control things mm -hmm. yeah. you know if, if i'm not in control of my emotions and myself i try to control or dictate my surroundings which obviously 
isn't the best. And I'm a wild woman in his eyes. So for him, I can get a little too Mm -hmm. loose cannon for him that he feels like he's got to like reel me back in. But Mm -hmm. I also love the the spontaneity that you like bring. That's, that was something that was very attractive because I've always been very rigid and everything's like, like I said, a super structure. And she's just this spontaneous, like full life person. I was like, wow, this is really like infectious, I guess, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what was super attractive, but I'm definitely more free spirited in that way. I, I think, you know, and I'm getting, better and working at it but just like allowing things just to happen and that's that's just being real and I think that that comes with again part of the retiring and being in this phase of my life of figuring out okay like what is my value or what am I tied to like how do I you know control my nervous system in the sense of my emotions and how do I communicate it properly even to that matter there's a lot of things that like sports I feel like they don't really provide self-care on on like those type of things and I didn't really have that growing up either so all of a sudden now I'm, I'm in this space where I have a lot of time and a lot of like thoughts and it's like all right how do you take that energy and make it you know a healthy uh yeah. a healthy way like channel yeah. channel it uh it seems like you t- you guys are kind of similar yeah. and we're kind of similar but what's what's cool there used to be a lot of tension around that for me where it's like gosh she just needs to chill out <laughs> Right, like let's have fun. Exactly, but I, I also have like that in, tendency. I am way more on your side of like. Well, when it comes to like spending money, you're like, yeah, yeah. But it's it's the whole thing of like you've worked so hard. <laughs> like why honestly, not? I know. I yeah. we, I came from nothing growing up, and yes. so for me, I'm like I know what it's like to Same. not have anything and to watch my mom not be able to pay for dinner yes. tonight, and we're at McDonald's. Same. So, like, I know what it's like, and I've worked my butt off, and I feel like I'm going to enjoy the blessings that yes. I have and not save them for our great, 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 great grandchildren like he wants to. Now, listen, like he le- wants to. let me make it clear. Exactly. We do a lot of fun stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. every time our business manager's like, you guys do another vacation this week? Because we do travel a good amount. Like, Because I want to show our kids the we're, world. We're very blessed. So it's not like I'm this, like, dictator, like, no, you can't do nothing. But no, but I'm it that, comes I down challenge. to, like, yeah, why... Yeah. why are you trying to save for what are 10 we saving it to come? Okay, so when <laughs> well, they need to figure it yeah. out. There used to be a lot of tension around this, but I've realized, like, in order to have a functioning organization that's sustainable in this scenario of family or marriage, it's good to have both. Both are necessary. Like, hey, we got to maybe we should increase our budget a little in this area, but also we need to make sure we're on a budget and like stay in anyway. So yep. we're similar in that sense, but I will never, this is just getting on a tangent. I'll never forget <laughs> one time we got into a conversation of budgeting and he had like calculated a budget for us, like a monthly budget. Love and that. I was like, babe, that doesn't cover our mortgage. No, I also literally tried, doesn't cover the mortgage. I also tried to one time go Dave Ramsey and say, we're oh getting gosh. rid of all our credit cards. <laughs> it was a train wreck. Lost dude. It. it was, <laughs> Oh, oh that's like, hilarious. Dave Ramsey get rid of credit cards? He's a no yes. debt kind of guy. So, never mind. I do love that in a sense. Like, I, I put this spreadsheet together for her. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't care. care. I don't care. That's why, like, all right. I that's not the way I like to see things from business managers. Same. The way I like to see is how much have I brought in this month? Yeah. You know, what have I done this month? And, you know, what did I pay out and like, you know? Yeah. Looking at the top line, not the bottom. And it, well, I want to tell a story because one of the most recent times we saw Eric was when Jesse, you were on dance with the stars. We were waiting in the line out back. 
This is what I'm saying. You was guys this the night I got kicked off. No. No. No, we no, no it was it was a premiere. Yeah, we watched videos of you all last night, by the way. Oh, Vivi is like very, she's obsessed, not to interrupt your story, but back, just dance with stars, I have yeah. to say this. Vivi's like the biggest dancing with the stars fanatic in the world. Oh. She's a super fan. I'm talking okay. super fan. And she uh-huh. loves all the seasons. But she did not understand. She keeps watching the last, this past season yeah. over and over again, yeah. every episode. And I was like, baby, you know that there were other seasons. Yeah. And she's like, but they're not on Disney Plus. And I was like, I know. Oh, funny. And so yeah, she, yeah. I was like, go to YouTube and see what pops up. Mm-hmm. And you popped up and she watched every single one of your dances. You were in oh, incredible. Thank you. So when I tell you, I Rushy. like live under thank a rock you. sometimes. I don't know all these things. And it's just because I don't, I don't know what's going on. Long but I did not long. realize what a badass you were. And thank you. you should have won. Did you win? Did You didn't win. I won with Mark. She was on twice. We came on twice. Yeah. So I wasn't, Vivi was trying to explain it to me, but Vivi was like, I can't believe she didn't win. I'm like, I thought she did win. So I was confused. Derek, Derek was unbelievable that season and his creativity and what he created. I, for Derek's, like, for Derek's reason, like Derek should have won. I was so sad. So that she won with Mark in season eight. Yeah, right. and they had an all star season. It was fun. They had an all star season. Brought her back. Yeah. Don't watch. Four years Mark later. Why? <laughs> no, it's very good. I love Mark to death, and we had fun. But I was awkward, and I was sixteen, and I was just like so. That was little, the first baby. season. Yeah, I was an infant. So child. you won that season with I Mark. I won with Mark, and I came in second with Derek. Okay. Yeah. During the all star season. Well, you were incredible. I was Thank watching, you. and I'm like. Cause I know what it's like now to yeah. be there and like the what it feels like and the pressure and I'm just you like you look like a professional job. out there. Thank you. I mean, you really you. I, I couldn't decide which one was when the, y'all were all out there doing one of the ensembles. I'm like, she looks like one of the professionals. During the premiere, we need to get back to yours. But during the premiere, I was so nervous watching you. I was <laughs> so excited to watch. Right, like. I was freaking out. You I did a phenomenal ex- job. I was excited on the premiere. And as soon as we were done with the Sweet Home Alabama dance, I yes. was like, we did it. And then all of a sudden, wah, 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 the judges all were like, you suck. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I, I actually also, we I will say that. the judges were unfairly, like, brutal they to you. Brutal. I have no idea why. I still have so many questions. Brutal. Also, the fun? gold was incredible. I died. Oh, they, hated, whole, like, that. they hated that, too. It was incredible. Huh? Did you have fun? I don't know. Let's get back to your story. <laughs> okay, so it's the premiere, and we're standing outside waiting for our, our tickets or entry, whatever. And Eric's standing there with, you know, a bouquet of flowers. Oh, and it's like, like this is what I'm saying. Like, there's something you guys are interesting because you have like your professional football player, and you have like the you know the music, and there's an edge to your brand. You guys are all you know, and but it's there's like this tenderness mm-hmm. that's like very apparent and i was just I, I i have a lot to learn from you and i was like dang i actually think i bought flowers for sean the next day because i was like i need to do more of that so Aww, i just i, I just respect how you go about well appreciate it yeah. uh, bounce ideas off each other because <laughs> use some advice myself <laughs> that's what we're here for baby that's right that's right no it's awesome i think what's great too is like is and you guys are in the same situation it's like you have you know prolific careers or bios in a sense and people know who you are and you know obviously no one's ever described my nfl career as prolific <laughs> but thank you thank you well i, I would you understand say the like the percentage the one percent to get there that's massive exactly think about the people that talk about their high school glory days i mean like you, you like you made it to the nfl it's massive one in five americans have quote 
learn a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Plus, Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Andrew and I have been learning Spanish on Babbel, and it's been so fun. We've wanted to learn a new language for so long, and I've finally started. We've learned how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants, all without having to consult language apps, which is so cool. It's crazy how fast your brain picks up a new language when it's presented in a relatable way. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash eastfam. Again, get 60% off at babbel.com slash eastfam, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash eastfam. Rules and restrictions may apply. Are you frustrated with buying your kids' clothes and having them grow out of them literally within a week? I know I am. Then you need to check out Posh Peanut. I love this brand. Their clothes are amazing quality and made from viscose from bamboo. So they stretch with your kid as they grow and are four times stretchier than cotton. They have different designs you can pick from like Barbie, Flowers, Disney, and Hot Wheels. So we let our kids pick out which ones they wanted. And of course, Drew picked the pattern with Disney princesses. Oh, yes. She loves her Disney princess pajamas. Plus, I swear their clothes get even softer the more you wash them, which usually doesn't happen with kids' clothes. I also love that their clothes are chemical-free, which means they're delicate enough for babies with sensitive skin, which is something we've been paying attention to for Bear. Posh Peanut is made for infants and kids, but they also have sizes for moms and dads if you want the whole family to match. Let's be honest, every family has done a matching moment. And if you're not a parent, consider this a perfect gift idea. For real, you guys. We love this brand, and they're loved by over a million parents. Check them out. Right now, Posh Peanut is offering our listeners 20% off your first order with promo code EASTFAM. Go to poshpeanut.com slash EASTFAM and use promo code EASTFAM for 20% off your first order. Are we friends now, guys? I'm just saying that. <laughs> we just become best friends. <laughs> friends. I'm just saying that's, that's massive. That's such, that's such a low percent of the world that ever gets to even get to that place, you know? I agree. And I think it's taken me some time to realize that as well. But what I, what I love, though, what I was trying to say is, like, especially being in Nashville, I feel like those things are, are okay, you do them, cool. But, like, it's it's the community of, like, being just regular people. And that's kind of what it's we... It's a safe bubble here, isn't it? I love it. Try to give cares. to our kids is, like, awesome. the, the quote-unquote normalcy now of, like, all right, you go to school, you got your friends, you do your activities. Like, you live in, in a sense of just, like, a, a regular life that we call it. But, like, everyone you know, we'll put you on a pedestal because of, oh, your name and what you did and who you are. But like, And not interrupt you, but do you not feel like when you leave Nashville and you get on a plane and you're, and you're like, oh, shoot, I forgot. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This happens all the time because you and I could go to the Green Hills, like a Whole Foods yes. right now, and nobody cares. Nobody. They don't care. Yeah. But if you and I had to get on a plane and we're yeah. walking around, you know. LA or. No, not even LA. Like, any other state yes. or city 
and people start coming up, there's always the moment of going, I forget. It's it's humbling in Nashville. You you yeah. you can't call and be like, hey, amazing. I want a table for seven thirty. They're like, good. Everybody else does too. <laughs> yeah. Too bad we're booked. Like yeah. they don't care. No, and I love it. Same. I love that too. But what you're saying. So with all that said, yeah, I guess <laughs> <laughs> no. It's like we're normal people, right? I think that's yeah. what yeah. we want to. I'm trying to bounce off. Of exactly. What we want to provide to our kids and and just like how we want to live our life. Like we got to do some really special things and are going to keep doing special things. In our life, we got a cool project we're working on, but uh, <laughs> but I think it's just like you know we we just want to be normal folk, and that, that's what I love is that how she grew up and how I grew up, like you know we we meshed that, and I think there's a lot of similarities and a lot of values that we take from our upbringings and, and instill them in our kids and how we raise them, and so that, that's super important and to never lose sight of that, you know, never lose sight of like you know what this life is like, especially like I say in Nashville, it just, it provides what we want. Mm. All right. Of all the things that you've done and you, you can answer first. What are you most proud of? What do you mean? Anything. Interpret as you want. You could say, Hey, I won this award or playing in this game was big for me or this concert. You mean career wise or just all in of life. Cause in my mind immediately went to like, having babies mm-hmm. okay like immediately it was like becoming a mom that's but i don't know if you meant personal or if you mean yeah career. that place that's in that's insightful i will say it's my it's immediate i don't feel like i've like gotten to know you over the course of like a long time but that was my first impression of you as stagecoach was the way you spoke about your mm-hmm. babies i had so much respect for you oh, well they're, she's a mama they're, they're, they're everything they really are it but it's rare to hear which is i guess sad. but i don't understand why it is yeah you know, like, why have kids if you're not going to mother them? Mm-hmm. Like, what, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, something I love about Jess, too, is for how ambitious she is and everything that she, you know, puts her hands in. Like, coming home, being with the kids, cooking a meal, having, like, that bedtime is, like, so important. You know, I guess the family, the family life is so important. And in, like, I guess the culture that we live in sometimes it's easier to find someone to help do things for you. And, and, and uh, luckily we have our family in town, but I don't know if I would say easier. Like, well, I'm saying people, people have kids, but then they have someone else raise them. In a sense, yeah, that, that would give me anxiety. But I think going back to your question earlier, if I enjoy dancing with the stars, I think that I had a hard time enjoying dancing with the stars, not because of dancing with the stars, but because I, I like exhausted myself. I killed myself pre- because of, you know, trying to do both mm-hmm. and give it my absolute best. As soon as Dancing with the Stars was over Monday nights, I was getting on a red eye and flying all night long so I could wake up with the kids mm-hmm. and then be with the kids and then be exhausted and dead from the red eye. You know how it takes forever to recover from that and then going to rehearsals. And then as soon as rehearsals over, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I got to go, I got to go. I got to pick Vivi up from gymnastics and I got to make dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. And that like it just never stopped and then I'm leaving, you know, at – Saturday morning on that 6 a.m. flight to get so I could do the the blocking camera blocking and then I mean it was just like I for seven weeks I did that and I just ran myself to the ground Mm -hmm. and I think I did not totally allow myself to enjoy it because I was just so worried about the kids all the time and stressed and like that was my main focus and I remember Alan you know who I adore and Mm -hmm. he's like a brother to me, but he's, you know, 
he knew that I was struggling with it. Mm -hmm. He's like, you, this is hard because of the travel. Like Mm -hmm. if you were here and you just would have stayed here, it wouldn't be so hard on your body. But like he was riding with me to gymnastics to pick up Vivian Mm -hmm. every single day. I mean, it was just a lot. Mm -hmm. He saw it. He knew. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. What's your advice for, for Vivi? Oh gosh. I need to know. Um, it's probably not. Give me good advice. I know. <laughs> I know. For those listening, Jesse and Eric have a daughter who's big time in the gymnastics. Good. She's from everything. Really I've, good little gymnast. I know nothing, but yeah, she's great. She's very good it. little gymnast. I've even heard it from other coaches around the city that she's very good. I would say point blank. If you're looking at like professional athletics, it's her dream. It's her dream. But in professional athletics, there's no one way to get there. And there's no guarantee to get there. With the Olympics, with NFL, with even like D1 scholarships, worlds have to align. Yeah. But I think the overarching majority of kids who make it successful in gymnastics are the ones that love it. And I think the the greatest gift my coach and my parents ever gave me in my sport that is very serious and it's very taxing and it's very um, terrifying and dangerous and all, all like all of that is they encouraged more than anything my elite level coach that I, I needed to be a kid. Yeah. So they would pull me from gymnastics some days to go to school dances or to yeah. play hooky and go shopping and. My mom and dad would tirelessly ask me every single day, are you sure you want to do this? Because, like, I miss my kid, and I want her to be home instead of go to gymnastics. And every single day of my career, as annoying as it was that my coaches were, like, almost holding me back a little bit, it reminded me every day that it was my decision. And it motivated me even more to go back. And there were a couple times that I wanted to quit, and I said it, and I felt so free to be able to say that to my parents my coach and they never blinked they're like great what are we doing next (laughs) and it was like oh crap like you're fine with this (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i would be gone from the gym two days and i go back but just trying to that makes me like you saying that makes me want to pat each other on the back because that Mm. is what we do we do let her miss it sometimes we do not let her she didn't go the one Thursday night that she had gymnastics because they had a poetry reading that night at the school called Poetry Cafe. Coincidentally, her poem was called Gymnastics Fantastic. (laughs) But that is what we do. And we don't. And I ask her every day. There's days where she's like, I don't want to go. I don't feel good. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. I'm like, then we're not going to go today. Mm -hmm. Whatever you want. You want to watch a movie? Let's watch a movie and relax. Let's rest Mm -hmm. our body. So we definitely, it makes me feel good you saying that because we, that is what we do. And, and I think also, him playing in the NFL, what? Well, say she also like comes home from school. Is like I'm ready to go to the gym. Yeah, like, I want to go she now. Wants to She'll go. get there an hour early because wow. she yeah. wants to get there. And so she has that that drive. And however long it lasts, whether yeah. it's for the next five years, the next fifteen years, like it's obviously in, in her control, which I think is super important for any kid doing any sports. Because what I worry about is the specialization now, like in sports. Like these kids are getting burnt out, and I'm someone who grew up in like multi sports. Like is the only way because you learn skills that transfer over, but like you get burnt out, like doing one sport, like gymnastics is a specialized sport mm-hmm. and like you, you put your heart and soul and you put hours into it and you know, you just gotta be, be smart with it. And obviously your family and structure you have was yeah. 
super awesome. important to just allowing you to be in your own space and do that as we're trying to create that for, for Vivian. I do think the one thing that I always try to teach too, and that I've seen over the years, something to remember about gymnastics is unlike track and field swimming, these sports where like you're crossing a finish line to know if you're the best. Gymnastics is subjective and it's all based on approval. Yeah. So remembering that at Viv's age and all the girls that are going there, they're basically trying to earn approval of people. Mm -hmm. So what I've seen in the sport is you see these kids forget why they started because they're so desperate for a coach to be like, you're good. Because there's no way for them to know unless they get that good score or whatever. So putting it back on her every day and being like, are you sure this is for you? Totally. Is the most important. Yeah. Yeah. Out of a doubt in that girl's mind. Mm. She's in it. I told you, she said 2032, she's going to Brisbane. <laughs> Perfect. She's done. Mm. Book your flights. Get your tickets. <laughs> you don't need tickets. <laughs> okay, tickets. You've already, yeah. you've already done yeah. it. <laughs> They'll let you on. Yeah. What's next for you guys? What are you excited about? You can talk, talk about kittenish. Well, next, we're going to pick the kids up from school in about 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> next, next. <laughs> no, what's next is we're continuing to grow kittenish. And I just, every day, I pinch myself. Yesterday, we put up this thing because it was International Women's Day. And our team put together all of our accomplishments. And I was just like, damn, from an outsider looking in, I'm like, we really have done it, man. Like, I'm, I never stop and smell the roses. I'm always mm -hmm. like hustling and bustling every day. And like, what can we do next? And what's not working? What is working? And it was really nice for just a moment of peace to see it in front of me and think like, we really have done this. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm proud of us. This is not just some little fun hobby. This is a real business that we've created that is growing and having success. And I'm proud of it. And so I think for me, it is keeping Kittenish growing and going to that next level, um, which I believe is going to happen this year. And when I say next level, it's just what happens when your business gets big enough where it's you just take it to the next level. That's awesome. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, so excited about that. And um, we have some other projects that we've got going on as well. How, yeah. how old is Kittenish? So I always had it as like a capsule partnership before for a few years. But I would say I tr it truly became what it is in 2019 when I opened up the brick and mortar in Nashville. Mm -hmm. And as soon as, and I didn't have online anymore at that point. Mm -hmm. And so as soon as that that took off, I mean, it, it exploded mm -hmm. in the gulch. It opened my eyes going, maybe we should put this back online. And, and so I bought, I, I it was mine 100%. And I had bought it from these existing partners. And it wasn't really what it was then, but opened it in that September of 2019. And so... Some of your questions, 2019. For those coming to Nashville, go check out Kittenish in the Gulch well, and right downtown. How many other cities now? Uh, so it's four total now. That's awesome. Crazy. Yeah. What about you, E? E. E. Well, <clears throat> I've been enjoying just honestly coaching the kids. Like that's been kind of like super fun for me just to be a part of soccer, football, basketball, baseball, and uh, – with that, obviously, the kittenish things, and we got some other projects that we're working on. Um, like she said, real estate is a passion of mine. I love real estate. Nashville's a good place mm -hmm. to be living right now with real estate. Um, and really, I think I'm kind of in, like, that chapter in my life where I'm just kind of learning different things and figuring out where my interest lies. I mean, I love, like, just getting out there and fooling around in the garden. Like, I, I, I'm lucky enough to have that time to – 
to like learn about gardening and have, have the chickens and, you know, do the coaching with the kids and then explore, you know, with some people in the financial world. And if that's something I'm interested in. So kind of like this, this phase of learning right now in my life while, you know, being supportive of, of everything she's doing uh, is where I'm at. I'm excited for you. Yeah. I don't think uh, sh- shooting competitions is in your future, though. <laughs> Definitely not. You, you have to come this year. Did you? To the special forces shooting competition. I dominated him in this Green Beret oh, yeah, shooting competition. I wasn't invited. You're invited. <laughs> You're invited you are invited. But listen, I think I was like third or fourth place now. I'm not, he did well. Yeah, I wasn't at the bottom of the bed. I bombed. Yeah. I didn't come I, in last. But, but I won. I mean, you won. Not, not that we're keeping By a stretch. <laughs> He's won three years in a row. <laughs> Uh, no, I lost last year. I you got some targets out there? I got dethroned. No. Anyway, uh, I know you guys have to go pick up your kids, but let me say this. You said this is like your second podcast interview. You don't you don't really get it. <laughs> I th- I really think that people listening will pull out little bits of wisdom and like inspiration from you guys. So keep sharing it. <laughs> like keep sharing it. I think I don't like podcasts because I always say like, I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth and it always ends <laughs> up as a headline and it makes a pit in my stomach. So I just like, have definitely been more guarded. I don't do interviews. Or it's a okay. Lot of Our stuff editors anymore. But I'm always just like, Oh no. We've got <laughs> great intentions that. here. Don't worry. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but you know, in our business, out oh, of yeah. all of these years, there's always something. And I like have learned a lot of lessons. Mm. I mean, I remember them being interviewed I'm like, how's Eric handling being with the Jets? I was like, oh, man, you know, they're losing a lot. He's depressed. Uh, you know, it sucks. But he'll no, be all right. No, Eric no. Decker of the New York Jets is depressed. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I just didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so nonchalant. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, he's depressed. It's, you know, it's hard to go from a Super Bowl team to nod, but he's yeah. figuring it out. That's one reason why you stay off socials and, and don't read publications. Because <laughs> all this is depressing news. Like, but you guys, y'all are so easy to talk to. And. I can see why it's so successful. Okay. So Thank thanks you for, for having us. us on. I'm excited for our project and the future yes. of our friendships. So. Yes. That's I right. We became yes. friends. All right, real quick for all of those listening out there. We don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're going to ask you a favor today, all right? If you're listening to Couple Things Podcasts on Apple Podcasts specifically, will you please do us this short, quick favor? We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners. And some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode. And again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search couple things and tap our shows icon. And then in the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. If you do, tap it to resume following the show. If you get a prompt to, quote, turn on automatic downloads, say yes. That way... You'll get all of the episodes. Thank you so much, guys. We're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can. Love y'all, and we really appreciate you doing this.